Yo, what is up? Welcome to the Whoop and Shoot Podcast. It is Troop here. And it's your boy, Whoop. And on this episode of the Whoop and Shoot Podcast, we're going to be doing an NFL Week 13 breakdown, along with some other uh, NBA topics, and also talking a little bit about boxing. You know, Logan Paul and Floyd Mayweather just announced. But you know, to get started off with the NFL, our first game up is the Saints at the Falcons. The Saints beating them 21-16. to 16. You know, the Falcons actually had a Hail Mary chance to win this game. Kind of crazy here. Uh, Whoop, what's your take on this game? Yeah, Saints take this game 21 to 16. Uh now they're it improves their win streak to like what six or seven, seven or eight games now. Mm-hmm. And, Ten yet, and two right now. They're the top dog in the um in the NFC and really just they're they're definitely the best team in the NFC, I think, right now. I think we can agree with that. Yeah, 100%. just an overall complete team. Uh, you know, the Atlanta was actually they they've been kind of hot. Um, they've won like four of the last five, and they just destroyed the Raiders. So coming in this game, you could have maybe thought this game would be uh, close, and it was. Yeah, the spread was and, only uh, two and a half for the Saints. And you think, I mean, although they're divisional yeah. opponents, it would have been higher just because, you know, the Saints have looked so good. Mm-hmm. But like you said, Atlanta's defense has been playing a lot better, and they've been improving as a team. But still not a bad game. I mean, they played close. They had a chance to win there at the end. Yeah. But still a good win for the Saints. Yeah, Taysom Hill just – he. He played another really good game, and um, yeah, the, the offense is just clicking around him. And then I think they'll uh, be able to just find whenever Drew Brees comes back oh, as well. They'll so. take a big step up. So it's Drew nice Brees to have back. options there because yeah. I think the Saints team is still a uh, even with Drew Brees out being probably still the best team with Taysom Hill in the NFC, just as far as how they've been playing. The past I mean, just two, how stout weeks. they are defensively, yeah. and the fact that they can still run the ball and manage things with Taysom Hill. And uh, I definitely see him as like either the number one or number two threat in the yeah, NFC for sure. Michael Thomas is looking, you know, like. Like you his know, old self, his yeah. old self. He had like eleven receptions for over a hundred yards. I think like one hundred and twenty something. And then Alvin Kamara had a good game as well. So yeah, uh, they're they're really clicking mm-hmm. right now. Uh, next game, we got the Browns at the Titans. The Browns winning forty-one to thirty-five. Uh, this game was actually a pretty big blowout for the most. Of it. I think it was thirty-eight to seven at one point. I think it was thirty-eight to seven at half, or mm-hmm. something yeah, like it was that. Thirty-eight to seven. Yeah. Half. Um, the crazy. Titans fought back though. Um, only winning by six points. But yeah, I mean the Browns are nine and three now. Like. Yeah, and this, this is impressive from this Browns team. We got to give them some respect. Yeah, this is a this was a game where it was a it was a test for both teams. Uh, on one side of the ball, the Browns have been getting hate for how easy their schedule has been recently, and like how they're not a good they're not as good as a team. They're not like a true eight and three team. They're not that good and stuff. So this was a game where they you know they could prove themselves, and and, and they did. And especially Baker Mayfield, he mm-hmm. he had four touchdown passes in the first half and credit to him, but also credit to the offensive line. And if the offensive line is giving him space like that, uh, one, I was surprised with how he played because he's, he's been getting a bad rap over the season for not being a great quarterback, but you know, with having a uh, time back there in the pocket, he was making the right reads, making great plays. And like I said, he had four touchdown uh, passes. So if he's able to do that um, as the seat, as you know, into the playoffs and, you know, Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt with that duo, they're going to be, They'll be a force to be reckoned with for sure, uh, mm-hmm. and they're nine and three now, and their schedule's pretty easy. So, uh, only up is uh, is the way to go for the Browns, I guess. I mean, I think this just proves they are a legit team. Mm-hmm. I don't know how much that means for actually being Super Bowl contenders, yeah. but I mean, I could see them winning like the first round of the playoffs. I know a few weeks ago I said I don't see them like even having a chance to come out of the first round, but I could see them maybe making the second round and do something. Yeah. I mean, they're defensively they look really good as well. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It looks like it was high scoring, but I mean they were blowing them out. Like yeah. the Titans crawled back into this game. It was a blowout for most of it. Um, but, but yeah, both these teams are yeah. legit in my eyes. Yeah, yeah, I think both teams are legit. And uh, even though the Titans were down thirty-eight to seven, I think it is a testament that about how how quickly they can put points up because you and know they can't come back. They only lost by six points. And and I mean if you have Derrick Henry and then AJ Brown, Corey Davis, those guys, you're gonna be you're gonna be fine as a team overall. So yeah, um, I think both teams are legit. So yeah. Next game, we got the Lions at the Bears. Lions winning 34 to 30. Not really much to say here. Both these teams are pretty much out of it. It's going to take a really strong push at the end of the season. Um, the Bears have looked terrible. You know, they just lost to the Lions. I think they're like on a five or six game losing streak or something like that, like losing five out of the last six, something terrible like that. Well, they, yeah, but they're, like, they're, they started 5 and 0. Yeah, they were 5 and 0 and they've and fallen they lost off. Seven straight. Um, let's look at their records. <laughs> they're 5 and 7. Yeah, the Bears so are 5 and 7. And lost, so are the Lions now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, not really much to say here. Both these teams suck. And, uh, it's kind of a crappy game. Yeah, uh, both of these. All right, so like, if you look at the uh, playoff picture, the you know Bears are tenth, Lions are eleventh. They're both five and seven, and then right in front of them is the Niners, who are uh, 
who are five and six. But that that last playoff spot, the seventh seed right now, is the Vikings at six and six, and then you have the uh, Cardinals, who are the eighth seed at six and six. So there is an outside chance for those two teams. Um, I don't know what their schedule is for the rest of the season, but I think the Cardinals have the best percentage to make the playoffs for the rest of the season. But there's still a shot; it's wide open right there. Mm-hmm. So uh, we'll see what happens. Yeah, next game we got the Bengals at the Dolphins. The Dolphins winning here 19 to 7. Um, the Bengals are terrible. I mean, I think they have two wins. Yeah, they're two nine and one. Yeah. The Dolphins are eight and four. You know, the Dolphins haven't been winning pretty, but they've been winning. So respect to them. They had two a comeback, I think so, right? I didn't watch yeah, it. Yeah, two a play yeah. game. I actually like when Fitzpatrick is the quarterback better. Their offense runs a lot better. Yeah, I um, agree. I, I, I agree with that. Um, and it wasn't really a pretty game here, but they got the job done. Not much to say here. Yeah. Next game, we got the Jaguars at the Vikings. The Vikings winning an OT here, 27-14. to 14. I mean, uh, sorry, 27-24. to 24. Um, This Vikings team is really clicking offensively. They've mm-hmm. won like five out of the last six or something like that. And uh, yeah, really just Kirk Cousins and Justin Jefferson have been like going together really nicely. I mean, Justin Jefferson has four straight games with over 20 points. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just this team is kind of rolling. Dalvin Cook's been great the whole year. Um, they have a ch- I think they're in the playoffs right now. I might be wrong. Like, uh, like yeah, yeah. They're, they're the seventh seed. They're yeah. in that last playoff spot. Um, mm-hmm. They've got the tiebreaker over the Vi- uh, over the Cardinals right now. So, like you said, they're definitely clicking, and uh, their defense have been, has been improving um, each week. Um, and uh, they've this- been the thing is though about them, they've really just been winning a bunch of close games. Yeah, and I don't know, like you said, their defense. I don't know how legit they are because I mean. They, they let the Jaguars score 24. Exactly, I, that's what I'm saying. I understand. But, um, but it, I mean, but I, I think your, your defense does come into play if you're going to go on a win streak mm-hmm. in the NFL. So, I think I think uh, as overall team, they've been solid. But yeah. uh, Cardinals, I think, will still end up making the playoffs over them. It'll be interesting to see. Um, next game, we got the Colts at the Texans. The Colts winning 26-20 to 20 here. The, that makes the Colts 8-4, am I right? Yeah, 8-4. The Texans yep. at 4-8. Um this is a good divisional game. You know, the Colts are a legit team, really good defensively. Offensively, they've been kind of weak, but, you know, Ty – um, oh, I about to say Tyreek. T.Y. Hilton, <laughs> he's a, he's actually starting to, like, play like his old self, get some mm-hmm. touchdowns, actually do something in that offense because he really has been nothing the whole year. And that's good. You know, Jonathan Taylor getting him back in the run game. They had Naheem Hines as their main running back, but they yeah. started the – Kind of switch between the two more. I think I think that that's a nice balanced attack with that. It mm-hmm. keeps the defense on their toes. I think I think uh, what's his name, um, Jonathan Taylor had like a had a really long run like for a touchdown. He had like seventy yard run for a touchdown uh, last week. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, he did last week. Did this this week? Mm-hmm. I th- I'm pretty sure. Yeah, Coop says he's wrong, but um, I'm pretty sure he did. Mm-hmm. He had he caught it. it. Oh, he caught it. It was like a thirty. Uh, well, then something. Yeah. Okay, well, I he, like, he had a good game. But, yeah, I, I mean, this Colts team's getting better offensively, and that's really been where they've been lacking. So it's good to see them turn around. Uh, I think I don't, I, I don't want to sleep on this Colts team. I think they're still a good team. Yeah, when you look at the AFC, there's a bunch of these teams that are like wishy washy. I feel like one week they're winning, the next week they're not. So uh, as far as the Colts go, they're going to go as far as Phillip Rivers takes them because we know they're stout defensively. So if, if, if they, if, you know, if they uh, start clicking offensively, they'll be, they'll be a team that can, you know, be an outside chance for winning the championship because of how good their defense is. Mm-hmm. So we'll see what happens with yeah. that. Yeah. Next game up, we got the Raiders at the Jets. The Raiders winning literally off the luckiest field goal. I mean, not field goal. Luckiest hail mary. Yeah. I've seen. It was literally, gosh, the Jets are stupid. Thirty-one to twenty-eight. Um, just to talk to about that play though. first, I really want to give it to Adam Gase in that Jets team. Like, it's a freaking well. What y'all went on like the forty-five? Something Why like would you send eight? Like, what is going to prevent defense? Put cornerbacks, like, put stack eleven guys on the goal line. Like, do you do you have a pea-sized brain? Like, <laughs> what are you doing? It was the dumbest thing. Yeah. Like, I never would have done that as a coach. Yeah. Literally, that was their one chance to win a game, and it's like he really was just trying to lose. I, th- I think I think they are trying to lose. I mean, I feel for, like they're definitely trying to tank. It's that that was nuts. I um, guess. I mean. It's and, just embarrassing. And now that puts the Raiders at seven and five, and I think they're out right outside of the playoff. Yeah, they're the eight seed right now. Um, um, they're right outside of that uh, seventh playoff spot, which belongs to the Colts right now um, at eight and four. So we'll see. I mean, I don't know what the Raiders, the rest of the Raiders' schedule is, but they definitely have. They've a got shot. a shot to push for that seven spot. Yeah. So. 
But I mean, if you're about, you should have lost to the Jets. So I don't really know how much I take this Raiders team seriously. Yeah, they're kind of they, they're they turning this, in the wrong wrong direction after they lose to the Falcons terribly, and now this. Yeah, forty three to six, and you almost lose to the Jets, so they're not turning. Should have right lost direction. to the Jets. Yeah, yeah, dude. It's, I can't fathom how dumb of a play call that was. It's just stupid. But uh, next game we got the Giants at the Seahawks. The Giants actually yeah. winning here seventeen to twelve with backup mm-hmm. quarterback Colt McCoy. Colt McCoy. He's a journeyman backup after being a stud in college, however. But goodness gracious, this Giants offense is not good. But Wayne Gallman, he how, however, has actually looked really good. Yeah. And the Giants defensively are legit. I don't think anyone denies that. Yeah. But the Seahawks, I mean, what are you guys doing? Dude, this game was irritating. One, because I had a gut feeling that this game would be close. I thought Seahawks would end up winning. But, you know, the Giants have been rolling. They're like, what are they now? They're 5-7 and seven on a four-game win streak. Yep. So, you know, they've been playing solid. Their defense is, you know, their defense has been solid all year. But now I think they've taken, you know, their overall play to a next level because in a lot of these games they have been low scoring and stuff. But, but one thing about this game, it was just irritating to watch because Russell Wilson, you know, he had a fumble in the fourth quarter that, like, we had a shot. It was like six minutes, 48 seconds left. We're down by, like, two – two touchdowns and he fumbles the ball and it just it just irritated me because that's one thing that Seahawks that he's been doing um over this season is he's made costly turnovers and times where you know we really needed a big play out of him and I think that's one thing that's one hurt his MVP you know his MVP stock well, and, he's out of the MVP race yeah yeah exactly so and then also it's hurt us as an overall team because we're eight and four now and our defense sucks and and Russell Wilson, I think, is still a top three quarterback in, in the league, but mm-hmm. he can't be making these mistakes, especially fumbling the ball like this. He's just too many turnovers. And if we want to go, you know, deep in the playoffs, he's just got to play better. Yeah, um, y'all so. looked just kind of bad recently. It's y'all yeah. are not going the right direction. But hey, no, we're not. it's not the, it's not too late to turn it around. It'll be interesting to see what the Seahawks do here. But the next game up, we got the Rams at the Cardinals. The Rams winning thirty-eight to twenty-eight here. You know. This is another good division game. The Cardinals, their quarterback, Kyler Murray, is kind of hurt. I mean, he's not 100% at all. I'd probably say 60% at the best. He yeah. doesn't look like his old self. And, you know, this Rams team is legit. Offensively, they're kind of spotty. Sometimes they'll have low-scoring games. And then right here they put up a 38 on this Cardinals team. But defensively, they've been amazing. So yeah. that's one thing they can definitely rely on. Um, but, yeah, what's your take on this game? We- they're another team kind of similar to the Colts. They're really good defensively and like the Colts. Um, you know how the Colts they they're doing like a two, like they play Jonathan Taylor and Naheem Hines. You yeah. Know, kind of, like with the Rams, they were going in between Henderson and Acres in this game, and they really got the run game involved, which I was glad to see, and it really worked on this Cardinals defense. I think Henderson rushed for almost over a hundred yards, and Acres rushed for a touchdown, and then like sixty uh, something yards off of thirteen carries. So it was a nice balance there, and then it really, and then it you, it opened up the passing attack for uh. Jared Goff, so yeah. uh, this, nice balance there. For this the, Cardinals team's kind of going downward. You know, they're now out of the playoffs, six and six, and they really seem like they were almost a lock with how good Kyler Murray was playing. But I don't know. I, I mean, they're still the favorite, like you said. Although they're out of it right now, they have fifty percent, fifty-two percent chance to make the playoffs, right. while the Vikings only have a thirty-two. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's still it's their favorite to make it, but. It's gonna be tough. Yeah, they need they need to get it together. Like we said, there's four teams there, well, five teams there that that still have a shot of making that mm-hmm. seventh playoff spot. So it'll de- definitely be a dogfight. Mm-hmm. But my question to you is, how much of, you know, how much of like this loss was from Kyler Murray being injured? I think a lot here. I, I agree. Uh, you know, last week with the Patriots loss, going into that game, people talked about Kyler being a little bit hurt, and it really showed. And then this week it showed again. So. If he doesn't get healthy, then this Cardinals team is screwed. Yeah, I think the Cardinals had if, – if Kyler Murray was healthy this game, I think the Cardinals had a legit shot of possibly winning this game. Mm-hmm. But one thing that's, you know, not good for the Cardinals is if they're letting 38 points up to the – letting 38 points up to the Rams, that's not that's not good, especially knowing that the Rams' offense is not that great. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, yeah, next game we got the Patriots out of the Chargers. The Patriots winning 45 to, to nothing. nothing. I thought the Pats would win this game, man. I, really I mean, I think Bill Belichick's looking at the league like, y'all miss me or something? Like, yeah, for real. Y'all forget who I am? <laughs> Absolute dominating performance. It's kind of insane that an NFL game could be something this lopsided. Yeah. 45 nothing's pretty crazy. Uh, the Chargers are officially out of the playoff race. Um, Anthony Lynn just looks like he wants to get fired at this point. Um, he's giving yeah. away like three or four different games and then getting shut out here. Him by and the Patriots. Kingsbury. 
Yeah, they're the Cardinals. They're both. Yeah. Um, but the one thing about this Pats team is they're still they're another team that has like an outside shot, outside shot of uh, possibly making the playoffs in this uh, AFC division. They're six and six. They're third in the AFC East right now, but oh, they, they're making a push, baby! Yeah, and the look Dol- out for the Patriots. Yeah, the Dolphins are eight and four, and the Colts are eight and four, so they're not too far off. It's not like it's not probable. But they have a chance. They, they they have a chance, and especially who do they have left? I'm especially sure they have, they've been playing of late. You know, let's have, see who the Patriots have left just to see if they can actually make a push realistically. They have the Rams, Rams. tough game. Dolphins, tough game. Bills, tough game. Jets, easy win. So, so they have three tough games. If they win out, I see them beating the Dolphins and going two and two. I see them going two and two in the next few games. I yeah. agree. Um, I don't know if that'll be enough to get it done. I don't think I don't, it will. Because I'll put them at a uh, eight and eight, eight and four. Yeah, eight and eight. My bad. I don't see the Colts uh, winning out either. I mean, I don't see the Colts losing out either. Mm-hmm. So, who do the Colts play? Let's, or, just, or the let's, see, if, let's see if it's out. possible for the Colts to lose. Yeah. Out. Just see if it's even possible. The Colts play. The Raiders, well, I mean, how the Raiders have been playing, that's a That dub. should be a win. And they Jackson. got Texans, Steel. Oh, they got the Jaguars. Yeah, there's no way they lose out. It's impossible. Yeah, so, yeah. And then what about the Dolphins, though? We, can look at the we Do- know the Dolphins play the Pats. Uh, Dolphins, Dolphins. So the three other games would be. Hold up. Let me find the Dolphins' remaining schedule. Yeah. The Dolphins play. The Chiefs. The Chiefs, that's Patriots, Raiders, and Bills. Wow. So Those are four a, tough games for a, them. It's a possibility it's really going to come down to that Raiders game. Yeah. And, and you know, the Ravens are still in it for that spot as well. Ravens so. too. Ravens as well. It'll be interesting. Um, next game. Ravens have a pretty easy schedule. We got the Eagles at the Packers. The Packers winning 30-16 to 16 here. Um, I wasn't actually able to watch this game the first time. I haven't been able to watch the Eagles game in a while because I was at church. I was following it on fantasy. Just from following the game like on my phone and then watching some plays from it, it's just embarrassing. I mean, our offense yeah. is god-awful. And I'm glad that primetime television is getting to show it now for everyone to see how bad we are. Um, it's embarrassing. It's painful. Um, our defense isn't that bad. You know, we really only let up 24 points. A BS Aaron Jones run at the end there to kind of seal the game. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, our defense has been playing hard, playing well. I mean, this is the number one scoring offense in the league. Actually, a few points over to the Chiefs right now yeah. on the season. And – uh you know, our offense just can't do diddly squat. We throw in Jalen Hurts there. He had a good drive, had a good pass to Jalen Rager uh, for a touchdown. Mm-hmm. It's good to see him out there and, like, at least something different go well. Yeah. But, I mean, we're out of the playoffs for sure now. Not actually for sure, but, like, it, it's going to – we're going to have to win yeah, out and some other teams go pretty poorly in the infra division to have a chance to win. But, God, it's just not much to say. We're, we're bad. Are y'all 3-9-1 and nine and one right now? 3-8-1. Three, 3-8-1, eight and, one. Three, eight and, one, and yeah. then the Giants are 5-7. and seven. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's gonna be tough because you only have three wins on the season, and y'all have to win at least two more for the rest of the season. And who's got the tiebreaker, y'all? Right to the Giants. We were we're one and one against them. Okay, okay. Um, yeah, but they, it was twenty three to three at one point in this game, and then I turned around and checked the score, and it was twenty three to sixteen. I'm like, holy cow! So I thought you know maybe the Eagles could have yeah, maybe had the, a shot. Well, we got that, and then we got a punt return from Rager. It's really just been offensive struggles. I can't put extreme struggles, there, so. but yeah, it's just it's painful. Uh, yeah. Next game, we got the Broncos at the Chiefs. The Chiefs only winning here, twenty-two to sixteen. You know, I am actually high on this Chiefs team. They're my Super Bowl prediction. They're my actually prediction to win the Super Bowl. Yeah, and I I think they're a really good team. But I look at them now. I look at them a little bit differently. Um, <laughs> this Broncos team sucks. They suck. They're not De- defensively. They're pretty mediocre. Hey, Drew Lock played a really good game last night. I'll give him that. But you only put up 22 points on this measly Broncos team. It's embarrassing, Andy Reid. It's embarrassing. And the Chiefs, I mean, they're 10 and 1, I believe, right? 11 and 1. Now. 11 and 1. Um, I still see them as the favorite doing the Super Bowl, but I don't know. This this win right here kind of makes me look at them a little bit differently. Yeah, this Broncos team is a whole different team though with Drew Locke. I think they've been like what three and two in their last five. So they've been a team that, like you said, has been mediocre. But the uh, Chiefs definitely should have probably won. By, by a lot more, more. By more than six. And, and they had that touchdown that yeah, like, they punted on. Like they had like, what, four field goals before they actually scored a touchdown? Yeah. So, it. yeah, they should not They should have at least scored a touchdown on this Broncos team before, like, you know, like the third quarter, fourth quarter. But, uh, yeah, maybe it was just a down game for the Chiefs. But this Broncos team, you know, they're they're all right. But it should should have shouldn't have been this close. Yeah. Next game is actually going on right now as we speak. The Washington football team at the Steelers, it's 0-0 right now with two minutes left in the first. But um, just take on this game. You know, the Steelers actually have some injuries going into this game. Mm-hmm. Um, offensive captain Marquise Pouncey's out. 
And then also on the defensive side, Bud Dupree is their defensive captain. He's out as well. Um, and, you know, this Washington football team's kind of trending in the right direction. They come off that big Thanksgiving win against the Cowboys. Um, I think they're four and seven right now, right? Yeah, they're going to be f- they're going to be a uh, chance to be five and seven right here. Yeah, they're going to be they fighting the upset. Like every ounce of their life because they're trying to tie the Giants right now. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and also this Steelers team—they're really good. Don't hear me saying that, but they're eleven and zero, and I don't think they're eleven and zero good. So I feel like they're just bound to lose a game that they're kind of supposed to win here soon because they're kind of supposed to w- not win out, but they've got a, a shot. I mean, if you look at their remaining schedule, they play the Bills, tough game. Bengals, easy win. Okay, maybe not win out. They got they have a tough game schedule. I was wrong. They got the Bills, Bengals easy, but then Colts and Browns. And yeah, how the Browns so teams have the Browns have been looking, that's a tough game. They, and the Bills are definitely a challenge as well. Yeah. Well, they could definitely win uh, lose one of those last four games. Um they should definitely beat the Bengals, but if I had to guess, they, they would probably maybe lose to the uh, Also a uh, Big Bills. Ben is banged up too. I forget what yeah. he, I forget what it was, but he's uh, actually And then James, James Connors game. out with COVID. Yeah. Uh, they're starting running back. So they're not this could be a game that's, you know. Coming off a short week against the Ravens as well. Yeah, you know? close. It, it could be an interesting game, especially because this Washington football team defense is actually legit, especially with that pass rush with yeah, Chase Young. Solid. They're good. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see how this game goes. Uh, Next and last – or actually not last. Next game, we got the Bills at the 49ers. Um, They play tonight, 8-15. Yep. The Bills, they're good. Josh Allen has looked great on offense. And the 49ers, although they looked like they were going to be really good going into the season, mm-hmm. got banged up a ton at the start. But they're starting to get a little bit – more healthy going into these next few weeks. They got Raheem Mozart back. Um, they're they're a good team. Um, they got a chance to make the playoffs five and six. They're not really officially out of it, but it's gonna be tough. They, yeah, they, they they probably definitely need not definitely, but it'd be a big plus if they win this game. Like you said, they have Raheem Mostert back, and I think he's a very underrated back. He's you know, he's good. I think he'll have a pretty big game against this Bills defense because this Bills defense is a little bit below average. I think it'll be a high scoring game. Um possibly the only uh, thing is the i mean the, the niners the, 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 the niners yeah. often starting to look better nick mullins starting to kind of get his feet a little more um yeah I see, but if, the bills can put up points and i definitely see them doing that yeah that's what i was gonna say i think i think if i had to make a prediction josh allen will probably dice up this niners defense so it'll really come down to how well the niners offense plays <laughs> if it's going to be a high scoring game but yeah. and then our last game for tuesday night football is the cowboys at the ravens I've said this for now. I think it's six weeks in a row. The Ravens need a bounce back win. They need to turn it around. And they're a good football team. And I'm going to keep saying it because I know they are. They might not be playing like it, but I know they are deep down. I mean, they're six and six, I think. Am I right? Talking about the Ravens, yeah. Yeah, six and six. Um, they they just need a win. Well, defensively, here. they're definitely good. And yeah. this is this is one of those games where they're they playing can a regain, terrible offense. They can regain some confidence because Cowboys defense isn't good either. Yeah, this is and, where Lamar needs to start yeah, because, getting his throwing back because he's playing against probably the worst yeah. defense in football almost. Exactly. You could so argue. They'll definitely they'll definitely be fine on the defensive end, but it's a game to regain their confidence. You know, I think they should definitely be able to put up points on this Cowboys team despite how bad they've been offensively over this season. So yeah, they should definitely win this game. It's a big game too, because they are six and six, and there's a lot of those teams that are jam-packed in the AFC um conference and uh they're not in the playoff spot yet. So they definitely need this win and uh It'll be actually, to see. actually two games back because the Colts are 8-4. So. Yeah, yeah, they definitely need a turnaround here, and I expect them to have a big one for sure. Yeah, so same for me. Yeah, but now on to the boxing and NBA part of this podcast. Now for the NBA part of this podcast, we're going to be doing some random, just random NBA discussion. And for the first question I have for Choop is, what are your thoughts on this James Harden situation right now? Well, right now he is still with the Houston Rockets, but it is still – uncertain on whether he'll get traded um the main suitor right now is looking like the sixers mm-hmm. um and a, you know i listen to bill simmons and a lot of his inside information has been telling him that the only trade that has a chance of being made with him is with the sixers and that the nets trade just doesn't look really probable just because yeah. they don't like have enough and mm-hmm. they really wouldn't want to just do like a pick dump and like some role players they really would rather have like a star just and maybe like some picks yeah. um but for the team's aspect of it for the Sixers, I like it. Um, I would like to see Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid play together now that we kind of have, like, a different outlook on the team, you know, better spacing, more offensive presence to help Ben Simmons out because he's not much of a shooter. And I would like to see how they'd play. But I don't know. I wouldn't mind having James Harden just on that team. I think we'd be a pretty deadly team with Embiid and Harden there together. Yeah. But I think I'd be kind of happy with either situation, to be honest. Yeah, Um. 
personally, I'll, I don't know how it's going to fare if they do that trade. I think it's definitely the best trade out there for Harden is Ben Simmons right now. Um, but let's say Ben, let's say if this trade happens, Ben Ben Simmons is now on the Rockets. You know, the Rockets just traded and got John Wall. So like, I don't know how that would fare with Ben Simmons and John Wall working together. I'm sure it could work because John Wall, I think he's, you know, he, he can be a, like, you know, a first option scorer and Ben, Ben Simmons can be more of like a facilitator, but so that would be, that would be interesting to see um, for the Rockets, but like with, with the Sixers, I, there's definitely, it'd definitely be a playoff uh, contending team and possibly a championship contending, contending team in the East. If you have Harden and Embiid together for sure. But just for me is, I don't know how well, I just, I just don't know if they'll make it. I don't see them winning a championship with him too. And that's the thing. Like, I think if they were, I think if I, I could see them winning a championship, with them. I could see, but I don't think it's going to happen. I mean, I, I could, I, I definitely see both sides to the trade, but for me, but for me is if I'm the Sixers, I don't know if I would trade Ben Simmons for Harden right now. Harden's definitely the better player. I mean, Ben and, Simmons is an All NBA, two time All Star, and he's age of twenty four, and he's with a, a ton of upside left. And Harden is thirty one, although he's a top, but he's been a top five player in the league for the last six years. I mean, yeah, it's kind of hard to look at that. It'd be and hard say no. to pass up and say no, exactly. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, is I just, and this is just like a gut feeling, is just like Ben Simmons. I think, I think we should give Ben Simmons and Embiid a little bit more time. And I know, wow, that, hearing this from me is good to hear. Well, I just think. I just think there's a lot of potential for Ben Simmons, but like I think Harden and Embiid would work better together. But I, I, I just don't know. I think Ben Simmons. I think Embiid and Simmons, Ben Simmons just needs his own team. That's the thing. And I think I, I don't agree. That. I don't agree. I, I don't think it'd be bad to see Ben Simmons on a new team. But you know, people give a bunch of crap saying Embiid and Simmons can't play together, and I think that's really just because we look at last year and how we set up our team. We got Al Horford and Tobias Harris on the court primarily a lot of the time, while Embiid and Simmons are on the court together. And that just doesn't work together because you don't have a three-point shooter that's actually like useful and yeah. consistent. Um, it doesn't. And the four spacing is bad when you have Al Horford on the court at the same time as Embiid. So obviously their efficiency numbers while on the court without the starting five is good. But if you look at them with like other lineups we have, with like Furkan Korkmaz with the Raul Nados with like different guys yeah. in that are better shooters. You know, back when we had Landry Shamit, JJ Redick, their numbers together playing on the court are actually like really good. Like yeah. they're a good duo. So I don't like the argument saying that they don't know how to play together because I really think they do. And it's shown that they do. So with this new lineup, like you said, I want to see them play together and get a shot to kind of prove that they can be a young kind of duo and be a legit team. And I wouldn't want to give that away for a expiring Harden. But he has at the same no signs of dropping off. So like the that, trade, that's the point. I he's still like MVP caliber Harden, and still probably well, he's top six. He's top six. He's been a top five player in the last. I mean, he's won an MVP. Like yeah. it's. On the, the pay, I, like I said, I, I want to watch them grow, but when someone throws Harden at me for Ben Simmons and maybe Ben Simmons in a first, like, does that sounds good in a way? Yes. And whenever I said, whenever I said, I think I think Harden and Embiid uh, will be better than Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid. I'm talking about right now. I think I think it's a good. I think I think just it's a good. I think it's a good trade for short for short term, but I think in the long run, I think Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid will have more more success than Harden and Embiid right now. That's why yeah, I'm saying I, I, I feel see. like we you should maybe hold on to Ben Simmons, but we'll see how that goes. And just to add to that, um, Harden, uh, James Harden didn't attend his planned individual workout with Houston, uh, last night, but but told the team he would return soon. So whatever that means, and he also mispracticed yesterday as well. So. Yeah, that's definitely sus. Yeah, it is. It is. So he wants out. That's for sure. So yeah, even if he does start playing for Houston, be on the lookout for a trade midseason, just because he doesn't want to be there, and that's like known. So it's gonna something will happen if it, even if it doesn't happen right now. Yeah, and uh, the next question I have is which player in the NBA deserves a ring the most right now? Um, or- there's definitely a few guys that come to mind first: Chris Paul, um, Russell Westbrook, Derrick Rose. Those guys. James Harden. James. Yeah, James Harden. Exactly. Um, I would say for me, I'd probably say. Hmm. probably Harden or Russ really? just because they've had those MVP years. They've been those top dogs and they just still haven't been able to get over that hump of winning a championship. And I think that's a lot in part because of the teams they've been on, just like who's been around them. Um, especially for Harden. I mean, he was in the West when the Warriors blocked him off from three finals appearances that he could have had. Yeah. Um, and him and Chris Paul without Chris Paul getting hurt a few years mm-hmm. in the playoffs, that Rockets team, I mean, they, they could have beat that Warriors team and gone to the finals. Like they had a real shot of winning there. When yeah. Harden was kind of in his prime, 
Um, so I'd probably say either either Harden or Russ for me. Yeah. But who would I like to see win one most? Probably CB3 just because I like him a lot. I think I think the person who deserves it the most would be Chris Paul. Um, that's for you? That, that's for me. I think Harden and Russ are up there too. Uh, just just for Chris Paul, I, just he elevates every team he goes to, and he just hasn't been able to get over that hump. You know, he, on that Clippers team with Blake Griffin and DeAndre Jordan, they, they made some really good runs. He just hasn't been able to get to that next, you know, to that next level in the playoffs. So I, I wish that could have happened for him. I, uh, James Harden as well, you know, he's had tendencies to not show up in game sevens, and he's had some pivotal ones where it could have shaped his legacy in a, a better way. A lot so, definitely. So him too, Russell Westbrook as well. Uh, I know I know. Uh, sometimes I hate on Russ, but I, I wouldn't mind seeing him win. I, I think he's up there as well. Uh, I like Dame to win, obviously, because my favorite player. And then and Bede's up there and too. And then uh, Carmelo Anthony's also up there. He's a uh, – you know he's really he's you know he's a all-time, yeah. he's all time great but who yeah I, I so, understand yeah so uh, yeah moving on next question is which player are you building your franchise around Zion or Ja Morant it's really a tough question uh, I think for me I'm gonna go Zion and here's why um, this past season you know Ja Morant won Rookie of the Year he he had an outstanding season I think he's a great player um I don't know how long how much long term he'll be like that good of a player. Um, some people, you know, have flashy rookie seasons. We saw like guys like Michael Carter Williams. Um, but with Zion, I think, you know, he was kind of injured. He didn't get to play that much, but when he did play, he was crazy good. You know, he actually has more, uh, free throws made than Lonzo Ball does did last year. And he played like a lot less, a ton less games. Um, and I just think Zion, he's growing, you know, he's a big guy. He's a phenomenal athlete, like one Mm -hmm. of a kind almost, uh, and although he doesn't have all of his skills honed in yet, mm-hmm. I think coming with time and just training with an NBA team, he's going to learn how to develop and become that like star center power forward kind of guy he is. And I think long term, just he's such a marketable player as well. Yeah. And he's a big name. And I just see him morphing into that kind of hype that he's. I mean, people were saying he's going to be the next LeBron a yeah. few years, like yeah. a year ago. I mean, sheesh, I don't know how I could not pick him. But I mean, John Morant's a great player as well. It's it's kind of tough. Yeah, it's definitely tough. Um, right now, if we're going based off of last season, I'm it's obviously John Morant. But the thing is, is I'm picking John Morant for like, I think he does more for a team than Zion right now. But if Zion can change and learn how and become like a a pretty good passer, and I think he I think flow he more to, in the offense, right? Because he defensively he's stout. Yeah, he he's great defensively. He is. He's, yeah, he's great shot blocker. All of that and. If he can turn his game into something like a, you see how what LeBron does, he's like a point forward. Yeah, if Zion becomes a point forward where one just his, have, his offensive game will train will end up being better mm-hmm. than John Morant. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe not. Yeah, necessarily finishing at the rim, but just driving. Well, finish. not driving, just like yeah, paint, post yeah. presence and mid range. Yeah. Guess. So so I think Zion's my prediction is I think Zion's offensive game will be better. His Jaw's a decent defender himself, but. Zion's still a better defender. Just the thing that's separating right now is that John Morant is – he doesn't have to depend on other players to get him the ball. Mm-hmm. He, he kind of creates yeah. for more players because he's obviously a point guard. No, no, I was actually going to go different with that, not to cut you off, yeah. but I was going to say I think the real reason he's looking looked better so far, one, he played more games, and two, he's also a closer. And yeah. like you said, he creates his own shot, but he's the one – you got the ball in his hands in the game. You don't have the ball in Zion's hands when, in the game. Exactly. Like, He's he's a big man. I mean, but, but I yeah. think he has a higher upside in my eyes, and I see him achieving that and hitting that. So that's Zion. What, yeah, Zion. Yeah. So that's why I would pick him to build my team around. That's that. That's what I'm saying too. Is right now Zion can put. I mean, not Zion. Jaw can put the ball on the floor a little bit better, create for himself and for teammates. But not, but the thing is, is if Zion can you know get his handle a little bit better and you know learn you know his court vision gets better and as he grows. He will be better. Also, um, when Ja walked into that Grizzlies team, he immediately became the leader of that team. Yeah, he did. He, he really looked like a leader out there this year. And Zion, you know, he's kind of on a – not older, but the Pelicans kind of have a – More complete team. Yeah, Brandon Ingram. Drew Holiday and, and whenever Lonzo. he was on it. Yeah, Drew Holiday was the leader for sure. Yeah, so – But we'll see if he can step into that. Um, what's the next question you got for me, Whoop? Next question is True or false, Kevin Durant will be just as good or better this season with, with the Nets than before his Achilles injury? I'm going to go false here, um, and really only because no one's ever the same after an Achilles injury. It's really tough to bounce back from those. Oh, yeah. So to see him being better than what he was 
at the end of that Warriors run and, you know, I mean, scoring champ KD on the Thunder. Mm-hmm. I don't see him being better than that, but I don't see him being that much worse. I'll see him being, like, close up there, but just not better. I yeah. still see him being a great player this year, though, for sure. I think he'll still be a top five player in the league, mm-hmm. but I don't know if I'm – if I'll put them at one or two, I think Kawhi Leonard and Giannis might be bet, and AD could be all three potentially be better than Kevin Durant. So he could and almost be like a five. I, I think he might just be the fifth best player in the world. Um, I don't. I mean, we'll see what happens because, like you said, that type of injury, it's like it's really hard to come back from and be as good as you were. And also, his eight, he's getting older as well. So uh, we'll see what happens there. But if I had to guess. I would say he'd probably be the fifth best player in the world instead of like, you know, arguably the best player whenever before he got injured. So we'll see what happens. Mm -hmm. But uh, moving on to the next question. Um, Russell Westbrook says the opportunity to win a championship in Washington is really high. Yeah, I think he's just lying. I I don't know yeah. why he's saying that. He uh, it's not high. It's it's not at all. No, I like uh, hey, him and Buell are gonna be a lit duo to watch. Definitely fun, but I don't know how much of contenders there are. The best thing they could be is a five seed in the East. I don't see them doing better than that. Yeah. I'm and I don't see them coming out of the East either. But I like his confidence. I like the mentality, but just I like being, the confidence. But if we're being real, if we've you've seen in the past Russell Westbrook being your best player on a team, you know, is not going to win a championship. And uh, I don't think. And the same thing for Bradley Beal. I don't think. I mean, he hasn't really proven. Bradley Bill's only twenty six. Yeah, so he's still got a lot of career left. Exactly, and he's got a lot to grow from. I mean, so I I wouldn't sleep on Bradley Bill. I think if Bradley Bill can emerge as a clear number one, this team is actually like not legit, but pretty good. Oh yeah, from a championship standpoint, I agree. But from a playoff standpoint, yeah, I think they're making playoffs. Oh, easily, they're a lot of playoffs. I think they'll be like a seven seed. Um, I got them at five or six for me. But winning the championship, nah. They're, I mean, they'll be a solid team. They'll be fun to watch, but they're not going to win the the chip or anything. Mm -hmm. But yeah. Uh, moving on, where would peak Dwayne Wade rank in today's NBA? Peak Dwayne Wade. Um, I think he's top ten. Just top ten? Yeah. Think about it. He's not top five. Peak Dwayne Wade. He's not top five. He's top five. No, he's not. He's top five. Uh, I think Giannis is better than him. No. I think AD is better than him. Mm. I AD right now is better than him, a hundred percent. Peak Dwayne Wade. 2006 Dwayne Wade carries his team on his back to the championship game, Dwayne Wade. Averages 35 in the finals, Dwayne Wade. Has 42 and 43 in in those final in the finals. That Dwayne Wade, he's better than Anthony Davis. He's better than Giannis Antetokounmpo. Dwayne back to that, back MVP. Dwayne put that Giannis team on his back. And he, and he put Shaq on his back. Shaq, Shaq, that don't was get old me wrong. Shaq. Old, old Shaq, he was washed Shaq. That's my point. That's my point. Dwayne Wade, Dwayne Wade at one point, he was arguably the best player in the world. Whoa. He was. Whoa. He's had seasons where Whoa. he was the best player in the world. Whoa. Dude, Whoa. listen listen to me. I was listening Whoa. to Bill Simmons' podcast earlier today. He thought in 2011, whenever Derrick Rose won that MVP, he thought Dwayne Wade was the best player in the world then over LeBron. I disagree. I disagree too. But I now that I think about it, I'm like, Dwayne Wade was five. He was, I mean, he was. I don't know. I, I, he's not better than LeBron. He's not better than Kawhi. What he's not better than LeBron. And I'll give it to you. Well, Pete Dwayne Wade? Pete Dwayne Think about it. Peak Dwayne Wade. Who do you have? You're saying peak. You're referencing one year. Uh, I'm saying – no, but who do you have better all time, Dwayne or Kawhi? You have – Kawhi. No, bro. Arguing career so – okay, think, this, is, this is the difference here. You're arguing – well, the argument you're going to make is going to be you're arguing his career. I'm arguing he's a better player. I don't doubt, and I can't disagree with the fact that Dwayne Wade has a better career than Kawhi if we're all set and done right now for Kawhi, but it's not done for him. And I think he's a better player just intangibles-wise. Like in, as a player, uh, he's tough. Dwayne Wade, I think, was more. All right, so Kawhi's definitely a better defender. You know, a much th- better defender. Yeah, and now that Dwayne Wade, and he can shoot the ball from three a little better. Just yeah, Dwayne wise, Wade yeah. finishing around the rims better and stuff like that. And I just think Dwayne Kawhi's Wade brought a little bit more impact to a team overall. And he was he's also more of a leader. Yeah, so, I think Dwayne's a little bit more of a leader, but I think defensively, like you said, he's much more superior on the defensive end for Kawhi. Um, I don't know how much better of a finisher Dwayne Wade is. I think Kawhi's a pretty good finisher as well. They're both they're both similar mm-hmm. players as far as careers go. You know what I'm saying? They both led teams mm-hmm. to championships where they were the best players on their team, and they both have like one ring apiece where they did that. Just Dwayne Wade has three rings, Kawhi has two. 
Um, from a career standpoint, I'm still going with Dwayne Wade. Kawhi's obviously yeah. As over. of right now, I agree. Dwayne um, Wade better career, but player wise, I got if, Kawhi. Yeah, if we're talking, all right. If we're talking about like peak season, I'm still going with D Wade. <laughs> yeah, we know. I know, I know I you're mean, on peak but, season. But what I'm saying is, you, uh, would you say would you say Giannis Antetokounmpo season last year was his best? I'll, season? I'll give it to you. Pete, it- Pete Dwayne Wade's better than Giannis right now. I'll okay, because I was about to say I'll argue that. I agree. Giannis' season last year, as far as stats go, and just the way he played in that regular season. Could have arguably be his best season so far. I think the year before was a bit more dominant by him. I don't know. You think the, so? The numbers might not agree with me there, but just performance-wise, he felt more dominant to me. But that could just be maybe his feeling. first MVP type thing. Yeah, maybe just be feeling first. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, I would still take. Pete. Yeah, I, I'm saying I'm he saying might Dwayne peak, peak Dwayne Wade might he's, it might be at the five. He's top. top. He's top four. In he might be at the five. Might be at the five. He's t- he's top four for me. That 2000. I mean, it was nasty, bro. But yeah. All right. Next next question is uh, what are your thoughts on Kyle Kuzma? Um, I think Kyle Kuzma is kind of a fairly rated guy now. I think for a while there he was very overrated just because he was on the terrible Lakers team. And he got a chance to put up a ton of shots and look like kind of a up-and-coming star. I don't think he's really that good, but people kind of know that now. They saw his role just diminish to almost nothing for that Lakers team mm-hmm. because there are so many guys better than him that deserve more minutes than him. And I, I don't think he's bad. I think he's an okay role player, but I, I don't think he's something great. He he can build though. He he could evolve. Oh, for sure. As as of right now, he's like you said, he's like a he's a pretty good role player. I don't think he's good enough to be a starter, but I think no. he's a guy who could develop into a uh, all star. Just the way he's built, you know, he's six ten, and there was there were uh, you know, there was glimpses of him whenever you know LeBron he, LeBron James was injured, and it was Brandon Ingram and, Z- and Lonzo Ball and him. Huh? Kuzma was. He was their go-to guy over Bi, like over Brandon Ingram. He was yeah. he was balling out. He he had multiple thirty-point games. I'm like, and it showed his ability and his potential. So it's just a matter of getting back to that. Yeah. But right I, now, he's like you said, probably a good role player. In my eyes, Kuzma's ceiling is one to maybe two All-Star games. Really tops. I think yeah. he could get to like four or five. Nah, I think one, there. two would be a stretch. I, my prediction's one, maybe. <laughs> I would say my prediction's four, but I don't know. We'll see. I think he's a solid player. Um, the last question I have for you is Shaquille O'Neal says Lakers super team would beat non Lakers super team. And this Lakers super team consists of Magic Johnson, Kobe Bryant, LeBron James, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, and Shaquille O'Neal. We're going to act like all five of those players are in their prime, you know, their best seasons and you combine them all. Uh, it doesn't say that we're just going to act like that. And then the, the team that would be going against him is, Stephen Curry, Michael Jordan, Larry Bird, Tim Duncan, Hakeem Olajuwon. Uh, where do you takes on this? Five okay, five? well, we, if we just break it down by position. Yeah. Um, um, for point guards, Magic Johnson, he's cooking Steph Curry on offense. I mean, Magic Johnson might be the star of this game just because everyone out here is a great defender besides Steph Curry. Yeah. And he's getting absolutely exposed by Magic at the rim. Yeah. But I mean, prime Steph Curry's lighting up threes, so that's something you can argue there. But I think Magic wins the matchup overall just because he's an elite passer. And he's if he's the primary passer on this team, he's thrown to so many guys who can score at will anytime they want. So he's kind of got that. And Curry's not the best facilitator. He's not bad. He makes people around him better. But yeah. he's not as uplifting as Magic was. And I think he is also playing a really good defender in Magic. So that will definitely make it tough for him to be that guy. Um, for shooting guards, you got Kobe versus Michael. And that's almost a wash for me. I think Michael's better, obviously. But – they're so similar in play style defensively and offensively. It's a wash. Uh, LeBron and Bird would be fun to watch. That yeah. would be fun. I'd love to watch Larry Bird talk crap with LeBron and to see him go at it with him. That'd be pretty interesting. Yeah. What, what do you think? What do you think? How do you think uh, that battle goes? So, so for my take on this is whenever I'm looking at it, you made a good point about, you know, Stephen Curry's a liability on defense here. But mm-hmm. if I'm looking at this, you have Magic Johnson out there and you have LeBron James out there. Both of their first options, what they like to do is pass. LeBron James can be a good scorer for you. But the thing is, is whenever I'm looking at this bottom team, one, they're a little bit more mentally tough. LeBron James, believe it or not, he's second best player of all time. But Larry Bird, Larry Bird will, I think, even out with LeBron head-to-head here. Because I, Larry Bird's actually a good defender. He's mentally tough, and that dude's a dog. I then, think, okay, then no, they, no, got no, better, I, they got better scores. I think, I think we disagree here. Larry Bird is a great defender. I think he really is. I agree with you. Yeah. But he's not guarding LeBron James. You're talking about peak LeBron. You said we were arguing for peaks here. Yeah, I understand. Peak Larry Bird defense is not touching peak LeBron James well, offense. I'm talking about being mentally tough. What LeBron you, James, he, he you can get into his head. 
He's shown signs okay. in his career where you can get into his head. Okay, wow. And who's the king wow. of trash wow. talking? I, I thought, who's I, the king of getting I forgot we heads? were talking about not talking about people's primes here. I thought you said that. No, You're the no. one who said that. You said that. We I, are talking about people's primes. Yeah, I'm LeBron saying, in his prime is – LeBron in his prime, which are, you can argue the years, but Miami Heat LeBron is his prime. Yeah. I you mean, weren't getting in his head. You were messing with bad man LeBron. Well, I don't can, care what Larry little – Bird. I, think I don't want game Larry Bird spit. He spits it to the guys in the 80s and the 90s. He can – do that crap, but he's not. I think Larry he's Bird not doing that to LeBron James in his prime, and I'll, I'll argue that to the grave. I, I think he could. No, Larry Bird's the best trash talker in the NBA of all time. I'll show him a thing or two. <laughs> no, dude, dude. I think I think Larry. I think that's a wash there, no. just because I think Larry will be able to contain him and you don't, know maybe mess with him mentally. Don't say that's a uh, wash. Michael Jordan's got Kobe. Um, no, how do you say that's? How do you not agree with me there? That's a wash. Their play styles are too did, similar. They kind of cancel each other out. Michael Jordan's a better offensive player. That's the thing. They're like the same offensive player. Michael no, Jordan's better, but they're very similar. Michael Jordan's a lot more efficient than Kobe Bryant is offensively. That's the thing. It's just because Kobe's career was so much longer and than Michael's. I'm, Michael's was 11 years. Kobe's was 20. Tim Duncan and, and Green. Yeah, yeah, don't argue efficiency huh? when Kobe's last five years ruined his – Kobe's last seven years ruined his efficiency. No, just uh, – if you look at if you look at Kobe play and you look at his numbers, Michael Jordan, if you even their prime numbers, Michael Jordan's going to be a more Yeah, by a little, efficient. but not by a ton. It's, they're a wash. They're so similar in play style that you have to count. Michael them. Jordan. If is, you're gonna have the balls to say that Larry Bird no. and LeBron James is a wash, you can't say I'm that Jordan saying, and Kobe is. All right, listen. You're it's, comparing it's two and maybe totally different. You're comparing like two and ten all time, two maybe it, an eight you're, all time. You're not, you're not looking at it. You're not looking at it from. My I know I'm being Michael uh, LeBron James is yes a be, a way better not a way better but he's a lot better. I think there's more of a gap between LeBron and Larry in their primes than there is between Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant. I'm glad you agree with that. But I'm talking but what I'm talking about is if this five and those five are playing in a game, I'm saying Michael Jordan isn't getting in Kobe Bryant's head and Kobe Bryant's not getting in Michael Jordan's head. What I'm saying is I think Larry Bird could possibly get in LeBron James's head. See, that's where that's where we disagree, and you're wrong because it's not. I'm happening. not wrong. You, I don't know what you think. LeBron people live rent free in his head. I'm or not something. saying they live rent free, but he has shown signs where you can get into his. Dude, head. the Mavs series is one time. Quit with this. I'm not. I'm not. It's not, it's not just one time, but he's he's shown signs. I mean, I can't say I'm not going to give you a pure example because not off the top of my head, but I've seen it before and. And I think I, and Larry Bird is the best trash talker in the game. So I'm saying right, we're gonna have a poll on that. On he can, IG he for can sure. affect his play. I mean, usually I say that like I'm five LeBron times. Guy. I'm a LeBron guy. Yeah, I know. Usually just because I, I go against him one time about something. I know. I'm just I'm arguing for this. And usually I say like I'm gonna do a poll on that like five times on the podcast. It's actually the first time I've said it, but there will definitely be a poll on that on our Instagram for sure. Yeah, and then if I'm looking at the rest of this, Shaquille O'Neal and Hakeem. Hakeem's great offensively. Shaquille O'Neal's dominant. They're about a wash. That's a wash because they're both uh, dominant on both sides of the ball. Kareem and Tim Duncan. Hmm. Kareem's a bit better defender. Uh, really? Uh, yeah. Kareem's that like that defensively? Really? I mean, I'm not, I'm not trying to sound ignorant, but I, I mean, I, Tim, I know Tim Duncan's. They're really, both. They're both good defenders. I yeah. Just think, Tim Duncan's a really I think, good defender I think Kareem's as well. A little bit better. Um, yeah, he has the size. Uh, yeah. If. I think Kareem's a hair better offensively. Just scoring numbers, he probably is. Yeah, I think what it comes down to is you're right. Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant are about to wash. LeBron James and Larry Bird, in my opinion, I think they'll be about to wash. Everyone's almost you a give, wash except you give, for Magic. You give LeBron the edge there, and you'll give Michael the edge down low. So then if you're looking at it, you, you magic, magic over Curry. Stephen Curry. I don't know how well Magic Johnson is going to guard Stephen Curry. Are this, you kidding me? No. This, no. This is no, the thing. This no. Is the, no, listen to me. This is the thing, and this is one of the things I don't like. Is this really hard? And I know this is a question I'm asking, so it's kind of like, well, why the heck did you ask the question, Payne? But it's like, it's like, if you're taking Magic Johnson from his era and trying to guard Stephen Curry from Curry's era, yeah, Curry's pulling up from deep. Magic Johnson's not used to guarding somebody who's going to be pulling from 35. That feet. is a true point because Magic's not expecting guys to be pulling threes ten times a game. Exactly, Curry they're going to be, be like, and then and and he's then, going to be hitting. And then if Hakeem and Tim Duncan are setting picks for Stephen Curry and Magic Johnson's not used to guarding yeah. that type of game plan, then that's that's going to hurt him. So if I'm going if I'm going with a team here, I'm going with a bottom with a bottom team just because of Stephen Curry, I think he'll be a difference maker there and Magic Johnson, yes, Curry's a defensive liability, but Magic Johnson's not known for his scoring. He he'll be able to create, okay, but he's not I don't think he's going to I don't his offensive game even though Curry's def, not great defensively, I don't think that he'll be enough offensive, offensively to like make, really make a big difference there. You know what I, I'm saying? I think he will. But my take on this game is I think obviously star-wise the Lakers are better just yeah. because like in the matchups, at least in my eyes, I think you can fairly almost agree 
that the Lakers are better just straight up player wise. Yeah, I but agree, I agree yeah. that the bottom team would, works well. Would work better as a team yeah, and right. actually like realistically be better. Because yeah. I mean, look at this top team. There's three guys on that team, four guys who think they're top greatest player of all time stars. And those guys to be able to play together would be tough. I mean, Kobe and LeBron playing together would be tough. It would. Magic playing with all them tough. It, Shaq, who could barely get along with Kobe for the time they played, that's going to be tough for them to. But that's Sha- so many. Sha- pers- Shaq and Kobe will be will be able to work well together. That's the thing. That's yeah, but that, that's so many personalities, so many like people to play together. Yeah. It'd be it'd be interesting to see him as a team. I still say the top, but I can see where you're coming from, LeBron, for sure. Before before I even before even um going into the into the debate, the first thing I noticed when I looked at these two teams is Magic Johnson and LeBron James are on the same team. They're both they're both best thing is they both like to play make. Then I looked at the bottom, I'm like, okay, Stephen Curry, he can play make, but he's also a, he's also great from from the three. They got a three point shooter. Michael Jordan's a great scorer. Larry Bird's a great scorer. He's also a great defender and he's a great trash talker. Then you got Tim Duncan, who's fundamentally on both sides. Of Look the at ball. you saying trash talking like it's just as important. That, as no, score. that that's important for who he's going up against. Yeah, we'll, we'll leave a poll on so, that as well, just as overall. So for me, I'm going with the bottom team. Who'd you have final? Uh, I'm overall. my final. I still I got top. You got, top. but I, I can I see it going either way for sure. Same for me. Yeah, um, it'd definitely on, be close. Move on to the last part of this podcast. We're going to be discussing the recent announcement announcement <laughs> announcement of the fight between Logan Paul and Floyd Mayweather, which will be happening an exhibition fight on uh, February 20th. Just a little background on the fight. Uh, Floyd Mayweather is an undefeated light. Jeez, I can't speak. Undefeated lightweight champion. Um, uh, literally the. Arguably the greatest boxer of all time behind Muhammad Ali. Um, well, the two divisions, but I know what you're saying. Yeah, just like legacies-wise. Jeez, yeah. I'm getting blown up. Goodness gracious. Yeah. But uh, Logan Paul is 6'3", not 6'3", 6'2", 199. He's definitely going to have to drop to that for to fight Floyd. I mean, and then Floyd, Mayweather, you- Floyd Mayweather's 5'8", 150. And uh, just before I hand it over to you, yeah. my take on this fight, I think Floyd Mayweather – God, I can't speak. Floyd Mayweather is an amazing fighter. I mean, arguably, and I'm pretty sure like unanimously, the quickest fighter ever. Just yeah. like out of just for pure quickness, and um, he's not gonna pick a fight. It's a known thing in his career. He would push fights off yeah. until he's like for sure gonna win. He didn't fight Manny Pacquiao for five years after until yeah. he kind of had the feeling he had him at the right time. He's yeah. not gonna take a dumb fight where he's gonna lose and just like kind of make his legacy look good. Sorry for all these texts on my computer, but. I, that's the only reason I, I still think Mayweather, just because when you look at the size, it just seems unfair because he has so much reach on him. It's definitely more unfair for Logan Paul. No, no, I agree. I agree. I'm saying like when you look at the size-wise, just because like it's a huge guy fighting a little Yeah, guy. I understand. But I, I agree with you. Floyd Mayweather is a professional boxer. Yeah, he's not a – he's not this Nate, Ray, Nate Robinson like athletic guy. No, he's a professional boxer. This is what he, he does. Is, he's the GOAT. Yeah, he of- is. Well, lightweight boxing. Oh, well, yeah, welterweight. Whatever. Well, so yeah, fifty-five and zero. He's he going might be up, a featherweight, actually. Yeah, he's something like that. He's fifty-five and zero. He's going up against a YouTuber, and I know Logan Paul's <laughs> in training, but it's not going to matter. This yeah, guy, this guy hasn't lost a boxing match for a reason. Against he's greatest the, fighters in the world, he's the best at what he does. This is like this is like myself trying to challenge LeBron James in a one v one. This is like me. I've been playing basketball and gotten pretty darn good. I mean. Like he was a state champion yeah. wrestler, but wrestling isn't boxing. You you weren't yeah. a professional boxer. You can say one thing about like your brother getting good at boxing and beating a world class athlete, but you're not beating Floyd Mayweather, the greatest tiny boxer of all time. I th- I'm pretty ninety nine percent sure he's a featherweight, but you're just not doing that. Yeah, he's that, too quick. He's too like real of a boxer for you to do that. I I got Floyd Mayweather, and I yeah, Floyd, don't see how you could take otherwise. Floyd all day. It's it's not going to be much of a fight. Floyd all day. Appreciate y'all for listening to the Whoop and Shoot podcast. Make sure to check us out on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and the Anchor app. Also, make sure to follow us on TikTok and Instagram at Whoop underscore Troop podcast. Anything else to add, Whoop? Just do what that boy Troop said. All right. Peace. Peace.